Thanks to Calm, the number one mental wellness app for its continued support of Another Mother Runner. Improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. Calm is offering you an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash AMR. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interviews work from your browser. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash AMR. Offer valid through April 30th. We're pleased to be partnered with a new for us running sock brand, Right Sock, maker of innovative double air socks that have been top selling socks at run specialty stores for more than two decades. Get one pair free when you buy three pairs with code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. Today, friends, we have a podcast that has been a few months in the works. When Jessica Hoffheimer, who coaches our traditional programs, told me she was going to Las Vegas to help a friend who was completing 50 marathons in 50 states, I had no idea how special that trip was or how amazing her friend is. Andrea Pete is her friend, and her self-written bio on her website reads like this. By 2013, I had run a marathon and done nine triathlons, including a 70.3-mile half Ironman. In eight months, I went from the strongest I'd ever been to walking with the cane, and I was diagnosed with ALS in May 2014 at the age of 33. So what do you do when you're told that that you're going to die in the next two to five years? I realized that if there's something I really wanted to do, I needed to do it now. We bought a recumbent trike and I signed up for my last triathlon, which became the most extraordinary day of my life. Last is in quotation marks there because now her crazy goal is to do a marathon in all 50 states. It is a lifetime goal for many runners and my lifetime just may be a little shorter than theirs, but who's to say? So Las Vegas was marathon number 47 for Andrea, and she's since completed number 48 in California, and she has just two states left, New York and Alaska, which she'll wrap up in the next two months. Wow. We are thrilled to have both Andrea and Coach Jess on the podcast today to talk through Andrea's story, adventures, and how she wants you to challenge yourself. Wow. So welcome, ladies. And first things first, how did you two meet? (laughs) Thank you so much for having us. We are so happy to be here. (laughs) Um, Let's see, Andrea and I met back in, I think it was 2017, 2017. I was teaching Pilates um, locally at a studio near me and her mother actually came in to inquire about lessons for herself and her daughter. And I, of course, I you know was excited to talk to her and she told me about Andrea and Andrea's diagnosis and how she was a triathlete. And I knew exactly who she was because I had very recently read an article about her that my sister had sent to me. Um, my sister, Jody, who lives up in the DC area, um, her father had passed away from ALS maybe a year and a half before that. And um, Jody had heard about this amazing young woman who lived near me and sent me an article that she found. And so I just, I couldn't believe I was standing there like talking to her mom and, um, you know, immediately I was actually on the verge of, I'd already put in my notice at that studio and I was like, well, maybe I don't need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, I literally stayed because I wanted to oh. work with Andrea and her mom. And so that's how it started. I, they came in for duets, mother, daughter, private, mm. like one-on-one sessions with me. Oh, um, wow. And we just immediately, instantly had a connection. Mm. And so that's how, that's how it started. That's great. <laughs> that's so cool. And I, and you saved your job, Andrea. So that way to go. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. <laughs> no, totally. That was how it worked. So, Andrea, when you were given the diagnosis of ALS, this is kind of a dumb question, but I'm curious what went through your mind? You were a strong runner and triathlete, and I can only imagine what it would feel like to be told you were going to lo- lose the ability to move, let alone, you know, give the diagnosis of two to five years to live. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, how did you, <laughs> how it remind it, us of that day? Um, it was, um, as you can imagine, it was um, shocking and um, scary. But when I walked out of the hospital, I realized that I was walking and um, uh, talking and um, we went to uh, each, and this would be all the um, uh, things that I would lose. And so I realized, like, I needed to uh, use that uh, time that I had um, to uh, just live my yeah. life. Um, and I think um, um, the next day that you uh, wake up, uh, with that knowledge and how to um, go on living is um, the hardest part. Um, I that was when I um, I decided, you know, I want to um, see what I, I I can do. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I'm just going to give us all, um, including Sarah and I, permission to tear up during this podcast because, Andrea, you are. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I told Dimity before we started recording, I was like, I'm going to have a hard time holding it together. You're just so inspirational. And, um, you know, I'm just an emotional wreck anyway (laughs) on any given day. But yeah, um, tears are flowing right now. So, okay. Um, so Jess, one of the things that you mentioned was how astounded you were by how much work it is to get up every day and do basic tasks for Andrea, um, that we as able-bodied people take for granted. So Andrea, we know that swimming is part of your workout regimen. Can you talk us through getting ready for a workout? <laughs> yeah, um... And Jess, you can supplement. I mean, yeah, go, I mean, know. I'll call you like when I I already had a glimpse of this, just when Andrea would come to the studio for, um, you know, our Pilates sessions, the, the studio was like on the, it was at a big lifetime fitness, like on the second floor, um, you know, Andrea, and, and actually we've met each other at the trail for a run. And then of course, when I traveled with her to Nevada, that was like obviously very eye-opening too into like the just every every day and she actually wrote a great blog post about this I remember it from a while back where she likened her the start of her day to like American Ninja Warrior (laughs) perfect (laughs) just like getting out of bed getting to the bathroom doing things like brushing your teeth going to the bathroom showering you know all of these things 
Um, and I, I know like when we were in Nevada, she had like some tricks where she was like, okay, so the night before she'll wear her outfit that she's going to do the race in to sleep because then in the morning, it's like not going to take as much time. I mean, she's a pro she's definitely, I imagine like this has all come through experience of like how to master, like, you know, the things to make it a little bit less taxing. Um, but you know, you have to think about everything, like, cause anything could like maybe be something that could help you like be assist you, um, in navigating, like going from, you know, the car to the front door, like the front door to the the pool or getting in her trike and whatnot, but also there could be hazards in your way that you might not necessarily like for us, like we might not think about like, Oh, I should make sure like that gets moved out of the way. So I don't trip on it or steps and, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, and I, I mean, I haven't been with you on a swim, but I would imagine it's very similar, like being prepared, making sure you have everything ready. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I don't know. I am um, uh, fortunate that I um, can uh, still um, uh, drive and I use a walker uh, to uh, get around. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the uh, thing is that I, I have like one um, speed. Uh, you know, like, uh, doing stuff in the car and uh, running out the door. Like, I just uh, can't. And so I, I have to um, plan and think and, you know, uh, prep. Yeah, sure, like, sure. You did tell me over here. It was like, I said, oh, come on over at 1030. She's like, maybe, maybe 15 minutes more because it takes a little more time. Sure, and, sure. You know, so yeah, you have to plan because you can't be like, oh, shoot, I forgot that. Let me just run and grab it or yeah, things like yeah. that. Um, well, and I'm curious, this isn't on the question list, but is, is being in the water, does that feel so nice, Andrea, to have that support? I, I love that. Um, yeah. This is my um, meta. Uh, medi- meditation uh, yeah yeah. Um, yeah and it's just um in the water is where i feel the most um free I am. yeah um and in the um i tried uh but that is where i am um able to be on my own and um feeling my muscles are working um mm-hmm. And that is all that um, ALS um, takes away. So just feeling that um, um, uh, connections uh, from my from my brain to my muscles and having them work, um, just, you know. Yeah. Alive, makes you feel really alive, yeah. right? And free. Yeah. Yeah. That was something too. I feel like I told you this already, Timothy, but like, and I know I talked to you about this when we were on our trip, like, you know, you would think like, and I am sure it is to some degree doing a marathon is really freaking hard. (laughs) It's so hard. Um, it's exhausting. And when she's on her trike, like, you know, you know what it's like to bike up a hill, like that is so hard. (laughs) hard. Um, and so like, and there's not ever going to be an easy marathon. Right. Um, and so when we were in Nevada, like, you know, we went to two airports, we were all over the place. We had to get the trike 
set up. We, you know, just everything we had to do in addition to like the day-to-day stuff. And then she does this marathon on top and her trike. And it was like the sheer joy, like even through the exhaustion, it was, you could just see and feel the liberated feeling that alive feeling that celebration of like, I am breathing air in my lungs. I am moving my body. It's such a gift to be able to be out here doing this work, feeling my muscles work. I think that that like close to four hours of her trip, while it might've been like so extremely taxing as we know marathons are, it was the most liberating, fun, Mm -hmm. free, like alive piece of that, of that trip yeah, yeah just to it's go out awesome. and well and and so jess was was the mayor am i making this up was it in las vegas or was it somewhere else it was just that? outside yeah. just outside okay like yeah. uh, lake mead yeah lake mead okay it was like okay. in a park um near what was Oh my gosh, there's like a famous yeah, place. Hoover, Hoover Dam, near the Hoover, Hoover Dam. Dam. <laughs> we never got over there to see it, but it was it was quite beautiful. It was sort of a funny like yeah. trip because we flew into Vegas or it's just like I'd never oh. been there before. And it's oh, like geez. wow, like all the neon, all the debauchery, like all the, you know, woo. And then we went to this gorgeous, like you felt like you were in the middle of nowhere almost. Yeah, yeah. Like really quiet, serene. I mean, the it was beautiful, but it yeah. was so different. Like all this natural beauty and the juxtaposition with like that Vegasness. So yeah. Well, and so Jess, was this the first time you've seen Andrea in one of her 50 states marathons or? Well, I guess, yeah, it is. Yeah. I've been to marathons. Like she did a local um we have a race here called the RDC Raleigh Durham Chapel Hill and they do a ton for team Dre and um Andrea they just I mean she was on the medal at that yeah. race like wow. the first year that I met Andrea I was coming back from a injury with my foot so that was also like part of my healing journey was, you know, I was in a boot, I think when I met you or like yeah. close yeah. after I met her, I had to have a procedure on my foot. I called it my foot baby. Cause I couldn't run for nine months. And you know, <laughs> it was, it was like a, um, learning experience for me. Like running was taken away during that time because it wasn't good for my body and I didn't want to hurt myself. Um, and also I was getting better. Right. And yeah. so, um, which is just one of like the most is so frustrating. And Andrea has spoken to me and others about this a lot. Like when you get your ALS diagnosis there, it's like your, your hope is taken away. There's no like, well, don't worry. You're going to get better. You, you know, there is no cure. There really are some things that at least in like the, um, where it is now, I, I mean, I, Andrea is a big part of, I think the force of change for this is to find like ways to, cure people of this disease. And also, um, you know, she is just constantly putting herself in, um, bold, like she says, progressive research, um, things to try new ways of like mitigating the impacts of the disease on your day-to-day life. And, um, you know, it's just, but like, you really are like your hope is stripped away from you and the, like the way things have sort of traditionally been going with this disease. Um, and so I'm going on a tangent, but I, with my foot, it was like, yeah, we have a way to fix this, you know, it's going to take time and you do work and it will get better. So, um, 
I, my sister Jody, who I spoke of earlier, she and I both signed up for that RDC race to do the half marathon. So it was my first like goal race after my foot injury. And we raised money for team Dre uh, in that process. And Andrea did that race. So we were at that race together. She did it in her trike and you did the whole marathon. Um, and then we were at like a local 5k together. Like I've been at local stuff with her, but this was the first time I got to go to another state with her. And it was my first time doing anything in that state. I'd never been there. Um, but we were supposed to do Iowa together and we, I wound up not being able to go. So COVID stuff, but, um, I got to, and just to back up a little bit. So when you say you do it together, are you running? Oh, with her can alongside her (laughs) so I didn't do I what happened with this race like we wound up kind of planning Nevada a little bit late because it was sort of a last minute like thing like her husband got a new job and I just lucked into being able to go um but I was only well there were two things one I was only a couple weeks post marathon for myself um because I did that I did my race in December and this was early January and two I fell like a week before and sprained my ankle (laughs) So, so I couldn't do it I mean I was like all swollen and not 100% stable I wasn't I wasn't running at the time because of those two things but I went and like it was great for you were, you were her, her wing like this race yeah. was like a couple out and back. So it was really perfect for that. And I could be there every time she passed, like I was able to give her, um, take her shirt when she got hot and give her, um, her camera. And I forget what else I gave you, but, um, yeah. So, but we had, we did do a training run slash ride together. She's really fast on the downhills. I have no hope. Uh, this is the thing that I um, I tell uh, people um, when I I cruise down the uh, downhill. I I I say I uh, do that like uh, don't worry, you will um, uh, catch me on the uphill. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of us are on the bike, you know, <laughs> one or the other usually. Um, so Andrea, do you have any standout memories? I mean, you've done so many races. Does something stand out to you as being like a highlight moment? Um, I mean, there's so many. Um, I really, um, uh, set out uh, to, um, as they, um, our goal, uh, to, uh, to them at 50. And now, like, I, I uh, look back on all the um, uh, memories and the uh, um, uh, places and the uh, people that I wouldn't have uh, met, uh, wouldn't have uh, seen. Um, so I, you know, I'll see um, uh, New Orleans, um, see um, uh, 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 Spokane, um, uh, Washington, um, I see um, one, uh, one. Montana. Yeah. She loved um, that one. Yeah. So pretty. I mean, That's great. Yeah. It's just a wonderful uh, way to uh, see the uh, our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and to see it at that speed too. I know sometimes, <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, because there is, you know, you can take a road trip, but there's yeah. so, there's something different about being out uh, in the air yeah. and pushing yeah. yourself along mm-hmm. with your own power. That is so, it's, it's just, uh, it's exhilarating. Yeah. Trying something new can be intimidating. Meditation may be something you've been hearing about, but have yet to try it for yourself. Calm helps you feel more at ease from the moment you start. Find somewhere that's comfortable and familiar to you, like your couch or bed, and tune into Calm. We're longtime partners with Calm, the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. There's so many ways to incorporate Calm into your daily life and wellness routine. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve your focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for adults and children. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. New content is added every week. I remember being nervous about starting to meditate. I mean, what if I did it wrong? But with some urging from Molly, I tried Calm. I immediately felt at ease with the Daily Calm, a 10-minute guided meditation. I did that regularly for several months, usually first thing in the morning. My oldest daughter even noticed a positive change in my temperament after a few weeks, which pleased me greatly. More than 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds, and you should too. Calm is offering you an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash AMR. Go to calm.com slash AMR for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash AMR. Like a new pair of running shoes, a new hire can add an infusion of energy and vitality. I know when we add a new member to Team AMR, everyone seems to get a pep in their professional step. Take your team to the next level with a hiring partner that makes it simple to find candidates with the right skills. That's Indeed. Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. When I wear my HR hat at AMR, Indeed's Instant Match is an amazing time saver. With Indeed's Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post, according to Indeed data. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who see it only in a search. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash AMR. Offer valid through April 30th. Go to Indeed.com slash AMR to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Indeed.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Experience the double layer difference with Right Sock Socks. From decades of running, I know few things can ruin a run faster than a blister. Right Socks innovative double layer socks, like my favorite Cool Mesh 2 tab socks, reduce the factors that lead to blisters, friction, moisture, and heat. I now train in them exclusively, both while running and playing pickleball. Here's how the socks work. The Right Sock double layer absorbs friction that is normally transferred to the skin. The inner and outer sock layers interact with one another to protect the skin on your feet from abrasion, while the Dry Right 2 inner layer wicks friction causing moisture off your skin. Right Sock patented this clever design in 1988 and the brand socks have been top sellers at running stores ever since. I wish I'd been wearing Right Sock socks in my PR marathon back in 2009. 
I was prepared for cramping muscles, chafing, fatigue, dehydration, and waning energy, but I was caught completely by surprise when a blister started forming with crazy speed about halfway through the race. I was utterly spent at the finish line, and the side of my right toe was in agony. Sporting a blister so big, I nearly named it. Let my tail be a painful reminder to wear the proper socks. Banish blisters forever by switching to Right Sock Socks. Get one pair free when you buy three pairs with code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. Again, you get one pair free when you buy three pairs and use code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. That's spelled W-R-I-G-H-T-S-O-C-K.com. Okay, well, so I understand the Boston Marathon wasn't an option for you, Andrea. Um, you were told that there was no category for you. So do we need us to start like tweeting at them, harassing them on social media? Or Jess, can you kind of explain that situation? That's a joke, but kind yeah. of kind of yeah. not really. Yeah. So um, I'm going to just, I'm going to yeah. jump in yeah. wherever I can here for her. So um, when she, she already has done Massachusetts for her yeah. 50 dates and, but she did reach out to Boston to see, cause that would be so awesome to have Boston yes. part of her journey. And um, when she looked at like the categories, there is actually a category that includes people with all sorts of disabilities and, and things, and, and they name ALS in that group. However, the requirement is that you need to be able to run it in six hours. Um, and there's no, like you, there's a separate category for wheelchairs. Sure. There's, a, there's a category for people who are pushed and, um, and, uh... and hand cycle and the hand cycle, which Andrea doesn't do, she's on a recumbent trike. So her feet are propelling her forward in a reclined recumbent position. Um, and so they would put her, they basically said like, she could be in the hand cycle, except that you can't use your feet. So oh, that's shoot. out. Yeah. And I think I might get this wrong, but the requirement, the time requirement for the hand cycle is like just over two hours, right. Yeah. Or like two and a half two forty. Yeah. I forget, but it's like really, really fast. And you have to have a ton of upper body strength sure. and people with ALS don't, I mean, you just, it's not, they, I don't think, um, you know, well also, and I'll say, I can definitely speak for Andrea on this. Like we love the Boston marathon yeah. and we, I mean, I'm getting ready to run it. It is like, this is no, um, like cut to Boston or anything like that. Boston, we love Boston. It's amazing. I think it's just more about like, Oh, something they didn't necessarily realize is think that there yeah. is a, a, a group of people who have a condition, a disease that is limiting in a way that isn't included. And I know Boston wants to be inclusive yeah. of people with all disabilities. I mean, they list ALS. They want to include people with ALS and that's amazing, but they truly just can't have an understanding of what it means to have ALS, right? Sure. Because you, I'm sorry, my dog is trying to kiss me. <laughs> Come here. He's trying to make out with Andrea. Come here. <laughs> sorry. 
Yeah. So maybe that's something that can be visited in the future. With well, right. Family. And so I think what Andrea, like she would like to bring that awareness to mm-hmm. Boston because um, there, you know, there are a lot of thoughtful, thoughtful things here. Like, first of all, she can't, she'd have to be on her walker to run the marathon, which she, as she said, she has one speed. She's not going to make that in six hours. It's just not going to happen. Um, but her legs are strong enough to do this in a trike. Mm-hmm. She has done large races. Like she did the Philly rock and roll half. She is getting ready to do the Brooklyn marathon. Um, what other big ones have you done? Um, Austin, Austin, Texas, which is oh. a challenging course too. I was say, talk about hills. Holy yeah, cow. And there's a lot of people. <laughs> like we're talking like more than 10, 15,000 people. Yeah. yeah. Her, her times, she's not like doing this to be competitive. First of all, um, she's, she's like generally between, I would say like three and a half and four and a half yeah. hours. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's not like, it's not dangerous you know, she's not going to like run people over. (laughs) That's never happened. Um, it's, it's not a safety concern is what I guess I'm trying to get across here. Um, and for her age, she would have qualified for Boston, you know, like for the, if you look at the time qualifications. Um, and so like, we would really love for her to be able to have the opportunity to do this because one thing we realized was like, if we follow all these guidelines, the way they are written right now, Andrea, if she wants to do Boston, she would have to basically wait till she's declined to a certain point where she would have to be pushed in a wheelchair, in which case she's not experiencing what we were talking about with that, like liberating feeling of like by then she's not feeling those connections that make her feel so free and alive. Mm -hmm. And so it really does need to be changed. Um, and Andrea's decided that she is going to do her own Boston marathon that weekend. Yep. The day before. Yeah. Um, on her trike and she's not doing it to be like poke anyone or to be Andrea's like the furthest from that kind of person, like in the world, like she does want to raise awareness. Yeah. I was about to say you want to instigate some change, right? She wants to raise awareness and, and she wants she wants everyone to understand like the whole world to understand that this is important. I think that for her, like what she, when she got her diagnosis, she was looking to other um, people with ALS who were doing things that gave her hope that she could, you know, whether it was that she could push that two to five years and live longer um, or like within, and I should say within the time that she does have that she could like really enjoy and live out her life Mm -hmm. um, and make a difference for people down the road who are faced with the same diagnosis. Um, When she was in California for her 48th race, like just last weekend, right? Um, There was a woman who was diagnosed and tell me if I get any of this wrong. Uh, with ALS a year ago, mm-hmm. who had run 22 marathons prior to her diagnosis, mm-hmm. 20 of them in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got her diagnosis and thought like, you know, says I'm done. I can't do this thing that I love so much. Um, but she Googled marathon and yeah. ALS and Andrea's story came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And yeah. guess what? She got herself a trike. And she went to California and they did the first 10K of 
the Oakland marathon yeah. together. Wow. And that woman, uh, what is her name? Uh, 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 Peggy. Peggy. Peggy was able to do that 10 K that was her first time participating in a race with her disease. And now she's planning to go to Alaska. Oh, and Andrea do- does her 50th. And, you know, I don't know whether she'll do the half marathon or the whole, it doesn't matter. She's going to she's do a race. Good. And so like, that is like a big why here, you yeah. know, why yeah. Andrea feels that it is so important that she does raise yeah. awareness and that she it's, it's giving people hope yeah. uh, to do something in their lives that has meaning for them and makes them feel like themselves makes them feel alive um and free to move their bodies without like someone needing to do stuff for them right yeah um even if just for a few hours well and andrea and sarah i'm jumping ahead a little bit here we'll just kind of jump around in these questions but you've also said you said that you don't think you're the only person with als who can do a marathon like again like you're rewriting the script here which i mean I gotta say, I just, I have the chills just saying that because it's just so cool that, that Peggy found you and people will find you because it does feel so, it feels like such a, you know, I just, I love that, that you've pushed the limits. Um, the, the doctors also think that you're a little bit of an anomaly. And I'm just curious if that's your head or your body or both, like Um, talk about where this comes from. So I, um, I think that that is uh, both um, 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 Stuart, your um, father. Um, my my brother-in-law's dad, Stuart. Um, yeah. His um, experience with ALS was um, 18 months um, and then he uh, passed away. That is uh, normal. Um, okay. And so I don't want to... Uh, I take anything away uh, from you know the um, the uh, reality of ALS. Um, it is horrible. Um, yes. But there are uh, people like me, um, but maybe they haven't uh, been um, encouraged uh, to uh, keep um, uh swimming or do um uh, a Pilates or mm-hmm. you know move their bodies and you know we know that that will help um with a major movement um and so and uh, mentally of of course um it is so um impactful uh, to have a uh, role and um, to uh, reach for that. Um, so I really uh, believe that it is uh, both. Both, yeah. Yeah, and I saw that uh, you have Jess, of course, is in your support crew, but you also have your mom, who is sure. one of your training buddies, right? She swims yeah. with you, and I saw that she had you know, she gave you a lot of belief and, and hope that you could persist in this too. And she is the one who uh, never lost hope. Um, for me, uh, for a while, it was um, about uh, wrapping my head around uh, this um, uh, diagnosis and 
there wasn't a room for hope, like having hope would mean a risking a breaking my heart um, all over again. Um, but when I um, got to a, a five years, um, which is like only um, a 20% of uh, people with their last uh, reach, I realized that I wasn't really living if I was uh, living in uh, fear of what uh, might happen. So I needed to uh, set a crazy uh, goal <laughs> whether I uh, reached it or not, um, it didn't matter. The purpose was having um, something uh, to, to yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Wow. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> and, and then you didn't have enough to do. You're starting a new project. You have this uh, 50 things in 50 days. Can you talk yeah. a little bit more about that? Yeah. So she, um, it, it will start on April 8th, right? Yeah. Let me know uh, if I'm wrong here. Uh, 50 days. 50 days her. till Alaska, right? Mm -hmm. So she is has a goal to inspire people to do something. It can be anything for 50 days leading up to that race. And, um, you know, I've seen a lot of different ideas, like do 50 push-ups or, um, walk, uh, uh, 50 miles or, uh, 50 miles. A, yeah. 50, uh, random acts, acts of um, kindness. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, I and saw then, I saw one about your college roommate is a picky eater. Oh, so, I love so she's that. challenging herself to eat 50 new foods. Oh, um, yeah, so I day. So I had my daughter do that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like anyone can participate in this, you know, like you can. I've talked to my kids a little bit about it. I'm like, my sister's talking to her kids about it. So, you know, I mean, really, like we could all, there's, there, there has to be something probably more than one thing that all of us like kind of like I don't know if I could do that or like we sort of avoid and like we're kind of comfortable avoiding it but maybe if we just get ourselves outside our comfort zone mm -hmm. a little bit um and you know it's very personal to you and that's the point you yeah. know um and then there's also a fundraising component to it so if you donate $50 um that'll go toward Andrea's fundraising and um, we'll um, send you a medal. A medal. Um, medal. <laughs> and um, yeah, all the money uh, we raised and we're aiming for a, a 50,000. 50, right? Yeah. Um, we'll go to our ALS uh, uh, research. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm speaking for Sarah and I. We're both in. So yeah, we got to think about what it's good. I have to think about yeah. what mine is going to be. Jess, what are you going to do? You have a plan, right? Yeah, I have a plan. I'm going to do, so I love to draw and paint, but I also like have a lot of, um, it's just hard. I get it. I get in my own way a lot. Of course, so I yeah. decided I'm going to do, I'm going to make a drawing or painting of a swallow every day for 50 days. Um, and the reason for the swallow is because of the symbol 
that it is in the ALS community, um, which it, so I don't know if I'm going to get this whole thing right, but, uh, there was a person who had ALS. What was his name? Do you know? I asked him a lot. Tim. Okay. So I don't know if I got all that. Tim. A lot. Philip. A lot. A lot. Philip. Well, we're going to have to look that one up because well, I Tim, know. Tim, we got Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim, yeah. Tim. <laughs> okay. So he had ALS and his mom had ALS. I remember. Mm-hmm. And she had left him a book. Um, and I am just going to say, I might have some of this wrong because I haven't refreshed my memory on it. But what I do remember is that she gave him a book and inside she had drawn these swallows inside the book Mm -hmm. and, um, he gave himself a tattoo or got a tattoo. I don't think he did it to himself, (laughs) um, of the swallow for, and I think he had a lot of them actually. And, um, yeah, it's a a prince uh, also started uh, getting a swallow. Tattoos. And he was a patient of Dr. Bedlock's Mm -hmm. right? So Andrea's doctor at Duke. Who and is, you have swallow tattoos, right, Andrea? Right. So if he came, yeah, she'll show you. I have um, eight. Eight of them. Oh, Here, let's see. Seven. Seven. Um, the eighth is coming soon. In Alaska. <laughs> Did my, you find someone to do it? On my uh, forearm. You got um, someone there to do it. We're, we're working on it. Okay. So um, she wants her, her eighth anniversary of her diagnosis will be in May. And so the, and the Alaska marathon is in May. And so she wants to get someone in Alaska to do the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. So the tradition has become that you get, uh, when you have ALS, you get a um, swallow tattoo on the anniversary of your, like celebrating your life since your diagnosis. I mean, that is uh, my, um, that's you, how you're doing and, uh, it. My um, uh, neurologist um, has a um, swallow on his hand. Uh, so when he um, uh, speaks uh, to um, people with their last uh, remembers to us, tell them uh, something hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I love that symbol. And I didn't know that until today, actually, I was just reading up and I, I thought, cause every, it seems like a lot of different causes have different symbols like ladybugs and butterflies. And I haven't heard of the swallow. So um, I'll look, I'll yeah. be on the lookout for that. That's what I'm going to draw. I'm going to make, I'm going to mm-hmm. make swallows, um, swallow art every day yeah, for 50 lovely. days. <laughs> It'll be tricky. Cause it, like during that time I'm traveling too. And so I have to do it while I'm at Boston actually. And wow. then I'm visiting my mother too. So I'll just bring my supplies with me and yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, collection. So it's said that ALS is not in, an incurable disease, just underfunded. So Andrea, through your foundation team drag, it's Dre, right? You've raised over 750,000 for two organizations, ALS, TDI and Duke university. And they focus on progressive research to find a cure and not just relieve the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can you just describe what your reasoning was behind that? Um, they, um, I think, um, outside the uh, box and that is what we need, um, in this, um, 
a disease. So um, I just um, uh, believe that they have the um, patients' um, uh, best interests at heart. Um, they're not uh, going to uh, stop until there is a cure and real um, um, a treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Wow. Well, Andrea, you are just a gem. I know that anyone who <laughs> listens to this episode is not going to think about their body, think about the ability to move, think mm-hmm. about their goals in the same way ever again. And I, and I include mm-hmm. myself in this because I just really, you put into words so beautifully what um, some of us take for granted on, a, on, a, on an everyday basis. And to be able to have some perspective on that and to catch yourself and realize like, hey, maybe I'm not going as fast as I wanted or whatever mm-hmm. and still say, oh my gosh, but look, I get to be out here and you get to okay. be out here. And that is so, mm-hmm. so cool. So I know one of your mottos, it's the name of your documentary. We're going to link to the trailer in the show notes. I don't, um, I want to kind of save it because it's just worth people just watching experiencing <laughs> on their own. Yeah. Um, but it's called Go On, Be Brave. And that's kind of your motto. So kind of give us just a, what do you want to leave us with besides Go On, Be Brave, which is enough. <laughs> I mean, it's enough. Um, just uh, appreciate what your uh, body um, I can do. Um, just uh, go out there and uh, be brave and um, you never know um, how uh, far um, you uh, can go. Mm-hmm. So, so great. Well, good luck. We're going to be cheering you on. All yeah, yeah. We're going to need an update. We're going to, um, we, we've been starting to put in updates of um, people who come in and talk about the races and stuff. So after Alaska, we're going to reach out and get a little, either a voice memo from you or Jess about, about how it went. Or a little awesome. Yeah. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.